Welcome to Believe in the Entrepreneur, where the mission is to tell the story of the entrepreneur and how they overcame the obstacles in life and in business to get where they are today. Welcome to another episode of Believe in the Entrepreneur, and I'm super excited because I have Eddie Chavez in the house, who's a asset protection specialist for Family First. And uh, Eddie, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. For sure. So uh, a little bit about Eddie. He started in the industry back in 2011 when he was just 18 years old working at just Jack in the Box. And now he's, um, you know, pretty successful in this life insurance industry as well as retirement accounts. And, you know, for those people that that don't know much about it, I mean, it's definitely a way to preserve your wealth. Um, But Eddie, tell me a little bit about who you are for my listeners that don't know you. Let's bring it back. Tell me a little about who is Eddie Chavez and why would you even get into this industry? Yeah. Um, so I was born and raised here in Bakersfield. Uh, both of my parents were born in Mexico. My mom was, uh, till this day, she works at, you know, in a grocery store. She worked in restaurants her whole life. My dad was, you know, maintenance construction. Um, so definitely didn't have like a path set up for me in the financial services or, you know, like asset protection industry. So it was something that I, um, I fell into when I was 18 by giving good service at Jack in the Box. Nice. Like you read there. Yeah. That's cool. So who, who like introduced you to this? I mean, at that time, I'm sure like 18 years old, like I just put myself at that, at that age, like, man, I was still thinking about girls. I was thinking about ladies. I wasn't thinking about making money. So like, tell me about your mindset during that time. Like who introduced you to this? Yeah. Well, my mindset has definitely evolved. Um, but when I first got introduced, um, I was just fresh out of high school. Um, it was actually, um, one of my first jobs, you know, doing insurance, uh, through Jack in the box uh, somebody basically, um, told me to write my name on a receipt. They had a better opportunity, you know, if I kept my options open and till that, till this day, that guy, Omar is one of my, you know, best friends, super cool guy. I'm always appreciative of, uh, that the guts that it took, you know, to, to, to have to wow. ask me to come in. Yeah. And then from then people thought we were best friends, but we met, you know, that week, Wow. And, mm-hmm. So literally just a receipt like, hey, yeah, you know, he contact said, me for a better opportunity. So basically there was something that was off the menu. Okay. That I told them, don't worry about it. I can still get it done for you. You gotcha. know, and they liked that. And then they offered me the opportunity. Ah. So I was like, all right, cool. I, you know, that worked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, had no idea. I, I, actually, at first, the, the idea, the concept of life insurance was something that I was, I was completely confused about. Right. I thought it was weird. I'm like, how do you, how do you even insure somebody's life? You right. know? Um, um, but you know, as I started learning about it more and more, I was like, wow, this is, this is actually a really powerful tool. You know, this can really come in handy the day a family really needs it, you know? Right. That's cool. And so when you started, you know, at, you know, at 18, did you just hit the floor running, started making some money or did, or was it like, you know, a period of time that you go through struggles? Tell me, tell me about that story. Yeah, it was about six years of struggle, you know, um, it was, you know, make money here and there, but you know, at the, when I first started, I was still living with my mom. So, you know, she would cook, she would clean, she would do my laundry. Yeah. It wasn't really, uh, um, I had to go to work. It was more of like, just, you know, um, wishing that, you know, everything was going to come true that I was, um, plugging into and the big dreams and stuff like that, you know, having nice things. 
Um, but I didn't have the work ethic, really no vision or really reason behind it. Right. I was just kind of the sheep that went along with the, with the party, you know? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if I think, if I go back, you know, when you're living with your parents still, you know, what, what, you know, what, um, incentive do you have to actually go out there and actually crush it? Right. Mm-hmm. Like you said, your mom was still doing your laundry, yeah, everything cooking for you. I mean, I could just be put myself in that situation. Like, you know, you're probably pursuing the dream, but what's going to make you what, what, like you said, you didn't have the work ethic. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Right. So what, so what made you have the work ethic? Like from then and now, you know, what was kind of like your, what breakthrough did you have to go through? Um, it was a scary moment. Um, I was going to have my, my daughter. So she's now six. And before she was born, it was more of like, you know, it'd be nice if I, if I had these things or if I went to work or, you know, what this picture would look like. But after she was there, it made everything so real. Like now I know I have to, because if I don't, then she's going to lose out on so many opportunities in the future. Right. So that's what really got me to buckle down. Um, you know, start working and making progress in the industry and learning and being more intentional about what I do day to day, um, knowing that this is a process and it's going to take time and, you know, every day is a chance to, to get better. So it was more of having my family, you know, come into my life that allowed me to turn that switch and, and really change up what I was doing. For sure, man. Kids, man, it's a life changer. I mean, you know, I've, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting because they say that, um, at least for me, this was true. Like a mom doesn't become a, she becomes a mom like the day she gets pregnant. But a dad <laughs> doesn't become a dad until they see their baby born. And for me, when I saw my first, my first daughter born, it was like, damn, this is real. Like, I don't have to just take care of myself now. Like, I got to take care of my daughter and my wife. I was like, dude, I got three people's mouths to feed, not just <laughs> one person's mouth to feed. So like... I literally remember when my daughter was born, she, um, we went to the hospital. It was like a day and a half delivery. And then as soon as uh, we left the hospital, um, <laughs> my wife's going to hate me for this, but as soon as we got to, got to the, ho- the back to the, back to, back to the house, I said, got to get back to work. Mm. I literally only took a, a day and it was during tax season and I only right. had one employee at the time. So like you could just imagine like my, I, I was checking my emails like after my baby was born. I'm like, dude, I'm freaking, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And so like I was enjoying the moment, but at the same time I was like stressed out and you know, it's turned, it's evolved into a seven figure accounting firm now going into eight figure accounting firm. But it, like you said, work ethic, I mean, having that why, it's mm-hmm. so important because that's going to push you to get to that next level. And it seems like that's, that was the same thing for you. Big time. Yeah. And I can relate to that. The, the day my daughter was born, I had an appointment later that evening and I went and I, you know, I closed it. So it was, it was, it was like a, a day that I look back on and I'm like, that's crazy. I did that. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it's an inspiration. It's pretty man. cool. Yeah. It's in, and I think when you know your why it, it just helps you get to that next level, mm-hmm. right? Like, why is it that you, that you're, working, you know, waking up early or staying late or, you know, trying right. to close that deal is because you're, you know, your why, you know, mm-hmm. your reason. And for you, it was like, you know, your, your baby being born. You're like, you know what? I got to provide support. Right. That's cool. So, so was it just work ethic that led you to this success now or, or what else did you have to learn? 
so even then when my daughter was born, I did better. Um, but when my son was born, he's one and a half. When my son was born when is when I decided, like, after he's born, I'm, I have to put in my two-week notice. I was at T-Mobile at the time. Um, and that's it. Like, I'm not going, I like, I'm not going back. And that's when my business completely took off. I was part-time for a full year in insurance. Um, and then my whole last year, completely full-time. Um, I would just say my son's life is really blessed. Nice. <laughs> he hasn't seen the struggle like my, my six-year-old daughter has, or, you know, me and my wife have, he's, he's been having a good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I think that you probably, that's not what it sounds like to me. It's like you went all in. Mm-hmm. you're like you know what my chips are on the line it's like dude i ha- it's like you know that 50 cent line get rich or die trying <laughs> yeah right it's like mm-hmm. dude i'm gonna do whatever it takes no matter what yeah. to get results you know not just for my daughter but now my son and it's like when you i think when you have that mentality in other words that mamba mentality like kobe yeah. bryant says it's like dude i'm gonna I'm going to grind. I'm going to hustle no matter what. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure that my team wins even if I die trying. Like, it literally, it, that, that's the kind of guts, the kind of courage that it takes to succeed. And a lot of people give up. They don't realize how much work it takes. And it's like, man, they think, it, like, they see the lifestyle, right? Like, they see the nice cars. They see, yeah. like, the people successful. And then when they have to, when they realize how much work it takes, they're like, nah, man, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you got to have that mentality first, man. You got to have that Mamba mentality to say, you know what? I'm going to make it happen no, no matter what. There's no going back, like you said. Yeah, and it's, it, yeah, it, it takes a certain mindset. And it's just a frame that you have to, you know, build yourself towards. It's like, um, you know, going from a bike to a Ferrari. You got to learn how to drive it. You right. turn it on different. You know, the yeah. steering wheel is different. The seats are different. The, the speed's different. You just have to adjust you to the vehicle and then the vehicle will take you where it needs to go right now uh something that my, my listeners don't know about you eddie that you actually told me a little bit before the show is that you were actually in the industry for six years yeah and then you decided to quit mm-hmm. and you took two years off and then that's when you went all in after that so yeah tell me about those first six years like why why you even i know you said the work ethic wasn't there but yeah. why did you quit after six years um it was something that I never really fell in love with at that time. It was a lot of great inspiration for sure. I loved everything that I learned um, and the the vision that I saw for myself. It was just more of a, I, w- I didn't feel like I was getting the most out of that opportunity based on how I, you know, my mindset was at that time. Um, so when I, I actually moved to LA for a while and then that's where I failed hard. And when I say I feel hard, it was like, that moment where you go all, all, all in. And I was living in my, you know, my car for a little while, you know, trying to make it through. I, I was working at, at uh, Verizon right before I went to LA. So I was able to save more money than I ever saved. I had, a, I had like 20 grand. Okay. And went from that to zero in two years. Damn. So I went back with less than what I went over there with. Right. Um, but again, all that built me. That's where I learned, um, you know, uh, patience, work ethic, um, uh, what it looks like when you work, what it looks like when you don't, because when you're self-employed, you know, all sick time doesn't exist. Right. You know, um, getting a check if you don't go to work doesn't exist. Right. You know? And there's still expenses. You still got to get places. You still got to go talk to people. Right. So it just it just feels like you're just getting punched over and over. You know? Right. Um, but uh, when I, I was uh, exploring different options, I guess you'd say. Bring that mic up a little bit. Okay. Cool. Right there. 
that good? Yeah. All right. Um, right towards the end of those six years, I was more of just fed up and I wanted to try something different. Um, I had a friend that started doing like Forex, you know, uh, currency exchange trading, and I wanted to do that. And I realized I didn't have the discipline for that because if you go in on a trade and you over leverage it, then you just lose your account. So I blew a few accounts. I was like, man, right. what can I do? So you had someone hit you up with Forex trading and then what happened? So I was, uh, I w that was going to be my new thing, right. right? And I lost there too. So again, another L, you know, in another right. industry and in another, you know, um, avenue that I wanted to take to, to make money. Right. Um, so I was working at a gym then I worked for a school recruiting students. I, um, then I worked at T-Mobile and then that's what led me to my friend again, who is more of like a financial advisor role. Right. Um, made 13 grand that really attracted me okay because i was making between 1500 to 25 at t-mobile with my commissions right and um when i came in the whole first year I, I did better than i ever have i spent more in uh to to keep my business going than i made the whole previous year at my job right so it was a completely different mind shift and i think that's what you know helped me get to the next level too Gotcha. So you, I mean, you, you, when you said you literally took a step back, I mean, you went step back cause you, you were living in your car. You went from like T-Mobile. I mean, it's like you bounced around until you finally said, you know, I think I I found my calling now. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, so tell me like, obviously your mindset changed, right? Yeah. But when your mindset changed, um, you know, mindset is, is it's something that you have to feed every day. You mm -hmm. know, it's not something that it's like, okay, you know, my mindset's changing. It does help, but it's like, dude, you have to feed it. So tell me, like, what do you do to, like, feed your mind, like, to not go back to where you were before? Yeah, I have a very strict process that I have established for myself in the morning. You know, I would uh, look up. There's a lot of YouTube channels that really can help you if you decide to plug into them, you know. Um, and I seen a video about, you know, millionaires and billionaires morning routines and what they did and how they got started. One thing that I established for myself was uh, a morning routine where I woke up at 5.30 every single day mm -hmm. without complaining about it. I just get up, my body gets up, and um, I read my goals for the day, mm -hmm. of my long-term goals, like my identity, who I am, mm -hmm. you know. Um, then I move into a uh, gratitude journal. It's called 5-Minute Journal. If you mm -hmm. look it up, it's, you know, three things you're grateful for. I have it. You There you go. Uh, you know what I'm talking about yeah. then? Then it's... Um, what can you do to make your day better? And then your affirmation, right? Um, so I go through that and then a small devotional. And then I go on a run uh, six days a week, you know? Right. And that's something I've, I've been happy uh, about because I've been able to stay consistent with it. Yeah. And just lets me know if you can win your first hour, if you can win your morning. Yeah. You, the door, the breeze hits different when you open in the morning. You're just ready to go. You oh, already yeah. know that you're, it's like a switch and you you turn it on. For sure. So I can't get away from that routine. And I, I would uh, attribute a lot of how my day goes to my morning. For sure. So that's cool. And I think that, you know, a lot of people don't know that, right? They start their morning the wrong way. And it's like, that's the re that's how the rest of your day is going to go. Mm -hmm. It's like you got to control your your environment. Right. You got to control your feelings, your thoughts. Yeah. And it and you do that by knowing by having those rituals in the morning. Yeah. Right. Like controlling, like, who am I? Right. What are my goals for the day? Uh, what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, what are what are the things that I want to achieve? And then you go out for a run and also get your adrenaline pumping. Mm -hmm. But I mean, how did you learn that, though? I mean, obviously, that's something that you do now. But yeah. who, who kind of like made you aware of that videos? 
uh, YouTube University, they call it, you know, nice. it's you just plug in, you plug into enough of the right things. Um, you kind of you, you learn how to see what they're seeing and what they're talking about. Right. So if you're in that frame of mind, you know, inevitably that certain results are going to start popping up in your life. And that's kind of where I'm at now, just learning how to build on from my morning and then using that discipline to, you know, establish just systems for the way that I, you know, manage myself and how I work to eventually build, you know, something that externally everybody can see, you know, but it, it's, it just, it takes time. It's a, it's a really strong process, but for I'm sure. enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's, that's key, man, because it, I think that if you can conquer your morning, you're going to conquer your day. Mm-hmm. And if you conquer your day, you can conquer your week. And if you conquer your week, you'll conquer your year. And before you know, it's like, damn, I reached my goals. But it starts with that morning ritual. Mm-hmm. It starts from that day one, and then that leads to something. Like, when you look back, you're like, damn, how did I do this? But then you, when you put the, the pieces together, it's like, it's like a puzzle. And, you know, you put one piece together, you put another one, it's like, damn, this is a lot of work. But then when you're done with the puzzle, you see this masterpiece, and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. I did that. But you're like, I did it one piece at a time. You know, it's one morning at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time, one year at a time. And then before you know, you have an empire, but it takes that mentality. Um, So now I want to get into kind of like your what you do, Eddie. Tell me about like if someone like is interested, like tell me about what it is a day in the life of Eddie as far as revenue generation. Um, So it's it's super simple. You know, I, I, I pay for marketing, right? I pay for marketing and and these are um, lead companies who pay pay their money mm-hmm. to bring you somebody who had filled out a request, you know, request usually would have like your first name, last name, your date of birth, your address and your phone number mm-hmm. in sales that right there, as long as they pick up is enough for you to understand that if you can make a connection, anything that happens after that is, it can be your fault, you right. know, whether it's a yes or a no. Um, I shifted my business from being in home because all of last year, 2021 was a grind. It was at least, uh, two or three days out of the week mm-hmm. was a two hour drive one way to Santa Barbara, three and a half hour drive to Monterey County. You know, um, what is it? Merced, Madera, um, all those areas w- what I would cover for the mortgage protection side of the business. Right. That's marketing that I, uh, paper mill, you know, marketing that I pay for. So when they return it, yeah, calling, you know, making sure I establish, you know, purpose of, of, them uh, requesting the, the information for the coverage. Right. Then I go through what, you know, possible options they may have based okay. on their age and health. So, um, yeah. That's cool. So you have, you're basically um, partnering with a marketing agency that's, you know, doing the marketing basically for you. You kind of contribute to that marketing through yeah. basically payment. And in exchange, they're giving you leads. And now it's your job to basically build relationships and close the deal. Correct. So um, tell me a little bit now about your sales process. You hit somebody up. What happens? Yeah, we want to make sure that, um, you know, we want to find out why they sent it in. So I would ask them, you know, you know, walk me through in your mind when you saw the form come in the mail. You know, what was it that attracted you to send this back? Right. When you get them to clearly see the reason that they filled it out, even if it wasn't a strong reason at that point in time, when you're able to have them, you know, really picture clearly. Mm -hmm what what it can possibly look like if they don't have this in place that's when they basically give me the permission to say you know that's why i hit you up you know that's that's why you're talking to me right now right perfect then we just go into making sure that it's something that they're going to be able to get approved for you know um, there's so many different types of plans depending on age you know benefits um 
coverage amounts. There's some that require blood and urine exams. There's some that are, will just approve you based on your history. If it's not bad, your medical history. Right. This um, is life insurance, right? This would be, yeah. I need to like, so there's, you know, uh, permanent coverage for seniors who are just looking to take care of their final expense, their burial cost. They just want to make sure they're not a burden to their kids, their grandkids. Right. Right. Uh, mortgage protection is a program that I work and those are the mail leads that they fill out by hand and send back. That's somebody who just got a loan, either refinanced or got a new mortgage. Right. And they just want to make sure if God forbid they pass away or if they become ill of some sort and they can't make the payments that that policy is there to do that for them. For sure. And then you have, you know, some people who, you know, want to replace a high income, you know, through those leads, I've found two clients that make over $20,000 a month, you know, and these are, you know, um, leads where most of them are maybe not struggling, but, you know, middle income mm-hmm. or never really heard of financial protection and they need a little bit of info to, to even know what it's for, or how it works or right. They've all heard of a situation where somebody's passed away. Right. But maybe they don't see what happens afterwards. And right. Usually without protection, it's a, it's, it's, it's a disaster. Right. You know, so having, being able to educate them through that process and bringing them aware, you know, to certain things like, um, um, you know, actual stats, Right. You know, the leading cause of death is cancer. You right. Know, then there's heart issues and then there's accidents. So we want to prepare for all that kind of stuff. Right. And that's basically what I walk them through and then just help them find something in their budget and something that they can get approved for and, and send the applications off. That's awesome. So I, I got two things from number one, you identify the problem. Yeah. You say, hey, you know, what is it that about that postcard or that mail or yeah. that sparked your interest? Identify the problem. Number two, you educated your client. On how you can help them, whether it's life insurance or, you know, retirement account, whatever it is. And then you give them the data Mm -hmm. stats on why this is important. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, you know, it's interesting, like, you know, they put all these when someone passes away in the family. Right. They're putting these like um, GoFundMe pages. Yeah. Because they don't they don't have the funds to pay for funeral expenses. They don't realize how expensive it is not to even mention the loss of income. From that, especially if it was like the head of the household, it's like that's going to take a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Now imagine having debt that you have to pay month. You know, the bills are not going to stop. Right. The bills are not going to stop. So you have to be protected for that for that scenario, especially if you have daughter, kids, wife, spouse, whatever it is. It's like people are relying on you and you have to be protected. And and some people don't know that. Right. And that's cool that you're taking the time to educate, you know, your clients on that. Yeah. So do you also do like recruiting as well, or is it just strictly just sales on these products? I'm always open to helping somebody learn the business. Uh, it just has to be somebody who's, who's, you know, who can really be serious about it. Mm-hmm. it. I'm not a babysitter by any means. You know, I was telling you a little bit earlier, you know, before it had recruiting was very heavy. Mm-hmm. And I understand that that's a, a part of the business that you can take advantage of. That's a, it's an amazing thing to be right. an agency and have a team and, you know, do the team stuff. That's right. always great. But here in this business, y- you by yourself can clear six figures, all even seven. Nice. You know? So um, that's where I'm at right now. So if somebody wants to learn and somebody wants to know and take the time and understand, you know, the process. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to work with somebody that can, you know, partner up and go run together, you know. For sure. And then what you said is like, you're not going to babysit, right? So it's like, I don't have the time for it. Yeah. And I'm not going to make it either. <laughs> right. So it's like you better come like hungry mm-hmm. and ready to have, have the work ethic, 
like what this what you didn't have before you need Correct. someone that's going to have the work ethic and the hunger to like dude i'm gonna i want to be just like you no matter what that includes waking up at 5 30 in the morning that's the yeah that's the main thing yeah you're gonna i mean in order to get to your level yeah. you got to be able to sacrifice your lifestyle to get to that level and a lot of people don't know that it's like they're like oh yeah yeah i want to be like eddie right if someone hits you up yeah. and you're like are you willing to wake up at 5 30 in yeah. the morning every day and if they're not it's like you know, all right you're out <laughs> it's, the, it's the behind the scenes stuff like yeah. you mentioned that yeah. it's it looks pretty right it really does it does and but they don't see the day-to-day you know mental battles that we have to win over and over and over um so if, if you're the kind of person who you know will have a challenge and then uh you know let it let it crush you right probably not something you want to do full-time maybe learn you know and do your own research you right. know have some fun with it really look into what it could look like you know what what other avenues there is in insurance and what you can if there's niches that you can specialize in or marketing ways that you can market yourself to just work a, a certain schedule if that's what you want right but to come in full time and just expect you know everything to fall in your lap and everything look great and system built takes time to really get through that so for sure and not just that you're putting your money on the line you're i mean you're buying leads you're buying you're spending money on marketing that's that takes a whole nother mentality too it hurt it yeah. hurt it, it, i will you know when you go from a job your your goal is to stack money away right when you are self-employed and if you don't invest there's no return right you have to you have to immediately let go of that thousand dollars the two thousand dollars the three thousand dollars right and know and expect to work and make sure that it comes back with more friends for sure that it comes multiplied because if not you're not just working to get by that that that's not a business either you know right i think that's huge because a lot of people in my opinion um they don't realize that they have to be willing to let their bank account go down Mm -hmm. for it to go up Mm -hmm. right they just see damn it's going down but it's like they don't see what's on the other side it's like man if you would have again you're gonna have to put it like don't even spend the money if you're not gonna have the work ethic because then you are gonna just waste your money right but if you're gonna grind you know have the 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 work ethic the mamba mentality the get rich or die trying mentality yeah dude spend the money Mm -hmm. it's gonna turn into four or five times more it's like, and then, and then, and then as it keeps working, it's like, I'm sure you probably like, you know, now I can spend a little bit more. I can keep reinvesting. And it's like now, whatever it is you're spending, like, let me, let me double down. Cause it's working mm-hmm. as long as you have the capacity. Right. And that's where the team comes in. Cause it's like, yeah. it's like, all right, I can't spend more. Cause I, there's not enough hours in the day. Right. But then that's when you start building your team. Like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming for sure. That's cool. So, I mean, you've done this success just on your own 100%. Like, is it just you or do you have like a support system? I, there's definitely a support system. There's a team structure. There's, you know, um, always somebody you can go up to mm-hmm. and ask for help or guidance or to connect me with somebody who's really strong in that area, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, and then I have um, my brother-in-law happens to work with me. My best friend, uh, Nico and Rudy, they both work with me. So it's more of like a um, us three daily connecting on a, on a group thread, Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, keeping each other updated and, you know, um, things we need to know, things we need to be aware of, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, great ways to discover opportunities. Mm -hmm. This is all stuff that we, every single day, you know, dedicate, you know, our working eight to eight schedule to make sure that we just maximize. So we don't have to 
um, think about what we should have been doing when we're with our family. Right. And just enjoy that family time and For sure. be present with them. Right. That was another thing I had to learn. So that's hard. Yeah. Especially when you're Super. self-employed, cause it's like your mind's always working and it's like, dude, mm-hmm. right now I got to be in the moment and just mm-hmm. spend time with the, the kids, you know, yeah. cherish that moment. And it's hard because I mean, I struggle with that. Yeah. I still struggle with that. And it's, I have to remind myself, Hey dude, turn off the phone, man. Cause right now is the time, you know, to spend with the family. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty cool that you, so you basically have like a mastermind to hold you guys accountable to, and that helps with your mindset too. Cause it's yeah. like you feed off each other's energy and then it's kind of like you, you know, um, every, it sounds like everybody's doing their own thing, but you guys are kind of like a, kind of like a mastermind that where you're learning off each other, kind of getting some ideas on how to grow and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's accountability, right? You know, and that's that's how I started my morning routine. Actually, now that I think about it, gotcha. It was, it was hey man, um, let's you know let's start studying, let's start our day with some scripture. You know, let's get our spirits filled so we can go out there and, and help others. You know, right? Like, get a little taste of what it is. You know, right? Um, and that's how it started. So that's, that's cool. that was a. Uh, I think today was my one hundred eighty ninth day in a row. I don't know if you have a, the Bible app, but it shows you like your streak. Really, one eighty nine. So nice. Like, yes, that's over half a year. That's amazing, man. That's pretty cool to, to, to see that. I'm like, that's cool. I used yeah. to, I couldn't go a week, you know, but yeah. Instagram, Instagram's like 10 hours a day. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, spirituality is important, man. Like not everybody's religious, but even if you're not, dude, like you still need some, you still need to be spiritual one way or another because yeah. you have to connect to that, whatever other being it is you believe. Like I believe yeah. in God. I'm a hundred percent believer in the Bible, but not every, I understand not everybody is. Yeah. And it's just being able to, you know, have that hope, you know, that afterlife in that, that spirituality, that's like, you know what, I'm doing this for a bigger cause. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's somebody watching over me that's going to take care of me. And I think that having that spirituality is important too. Cause when you're going through tough times, when it is, when the road is rocky, yeah, it's like you, you have somebody to look up to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you can just have that private moment with, you know, if it's God or whatever it is for me, it's God. And I just pray to him and say, Hey, you know what? Thank you so much for everything you've blessed me with. Yeah. You know, just and that gratitude feeling, like those three gratitudes from that mm-hmm. five minute journal, man. It's <laughs> it's so key, man, because you have to remember, you know, where you came from. And if I think if you have that gratitude feeling, it's just like you just have the right mindset to go out there and crush it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the you know faith, right? What is faith? It's it's you know working, believing that it's it's you know that God's gonna work out the 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 situation and and how it's supposed to play out. You know, you're right. gonna profit by you know winning or you're gonna profit by knowledge so either way right let's get the day going you know for sure and that's how i feel about you know that that piece of my morning that's awesome man um so tell me a little bit about what you're excited about for the future eddie tell me about like where is eddie gonna be two years from now like where do you see yourself it's it's been heavy on my mind to you know own my space you know be an expert in what i do in all forms you know whether it's um somebody who is on social security is barely making it by but does need that you know or whether it's the business owner who has more money than they can count and they need it that money to go to work for them or to be safe somewhere as part of their strategy but you know participate in some gains it's it's just being that um, when you think insurance, mm-hmm. first person in your mind is going to be Eddie. Nice. So um, I've been looking at your social media, and I'm like, that's so cool. And when you had the marketing uh, gentleman the other day, right? I was really, it, it, you know, it got me thinking. I mean, even though I have been in this industry or in this business for ten years, there's certain things I haven't thought about yet. Right. You know? 
Um, so doing that and getting myself out there more and, you know, help educating through posts and, you know, scenarios, case studies. I just want to make sure that people understand that this is something that I'm here to do for the next 10 years minimum. Right. And that's going to be just my day to day masterpiece that I'm working on. I know, love so it. just just uh, like I said, just completely owning my space in the areas of asset protection. I think that's so key because a lot of people, you know, especially with social media, Instagram, you get that shiny object syndrome. And you're like, oh, damn, Forex trading. Oh, crypto yes. currency. Right. Oh, real estate investments. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to get distracted. Yeah. And you don't realize that in order to grow, you have to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. It's like actually you get more by doing less. It's like, dude, if you just focus on your industry and your niche, dude, you're going to be the expert. Like there's, right. there'll be people traveling from other states to come see you. Yeah. Like I literally, I have clients now all across 50 states. That's awesome. And like they don't, they, they trust me and they're like, I'm not having, I'm not going to have any other CPA, but Joel. Yeah. But it's cause I've owned my space. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be willing. I wouldn't have clients in Florida or down south san diego up north in sacramento i mean i have them all all over 50 states but it's because i've owned my space right i i don't get me wrong when i see crypto and i see real estate investments <laughs> it seems intriguing tempting it's definitely tempting but you know what i've learned is that there's other people that own that space and i'd rather just partner up with them it's like dude just, i'll give you the money Let's partner up. Let's let's come up with some kind of agreement where I get a piece of the pie, but you do your thing, bro. Exactly. You do your crypto thing. You do your real estate thing. Just give me a piece of the pie. Let's just let's figure out an agreement. And then if you focus in your lane, it's like, dude. And then from those partnerships, you end up getting referrals too, and it's like you just end up blowing up. Yeah, you don't have to join everything that looks, you know, like it's going to be a great opportunity. And that's that, you know. Um, just being an expert in your space keeps you from even thinking about that, you know? Right. Having that long-term, just precise masterpiece, you know, picture, that's that's what keeps you from, you know, uh, the devil calls it the idle time, right? That's where he go, creeps in and starts putting, you know, some doubt and, you know, what if you do this and what if you do that? And just right. distracts you from your, your ultimate plan, so. For sure. I actually had a realtor once to ask me, because I actually have my real estate license. Mm. And I, um, back in 2006 was when I got my license. Uh-huh. Because both my parents are in real estate. So when I um, graduated from high school, I'm like, dude, this is what I want to do. But this is back in 2006 was when there was a big real estate crash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it was terrible timing. And that's when I actually met a CPA that I was fortunate enough. And she's like, hey, in accounting, there's a stable, secure job. Decided to go that route right. and become an accountant. But I forgot where I was going with the story. Um, Focused. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think what it, what it is is that you need to be, yeah, just own your own space, man. Because if you do, it's like the sky's the limit for you. Mm-hmm. The sky's the limit. And I think it's very easy to get distracted, but you're just going to multiply your income if you can stay within your lane. And then it's like, dude, oh, this is what I remember. <laughs> okay, a realtor asked me, she's like, hey, uh, if you would have stayed in real estate, um, do you think you would have been more successful, right? Because the commission checks for a house are eight grand, 10 grand. Yeah. And she asked me that and I was like, no. And I said, no, because I said there in every industry, there's someone who's a failure and there's someone who's super successful. Yeah. Same thing in accounting. There's people that are failures. There's people that are successful. Same thing in life insurance. Right. There's people that are failures and there's people that are successful. And it's like, there's a successful person in every industry. Right. 
And some people are like, oh, there's no money in real estate. There's no money in life insurance. There's no money in accounting. It's like, dude, if you would have just owned your space, you would have made money. But Mm -hmm. you keep jumping from one ship to the other. It's kind of like, oh, the grass is greener on the other side. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's probably some things you can learn from that other side. But to be honest, the grass is green where you water it. Mm Mm-hmm. The grass is green where you pay attention, where you nurture it, where you take care of it, where you put the seeds, where you put the fertilizer. That's where you're going to be like, damn, dude, this grass is green. Yep. But that's because you stayed focused. Yeah. And that's cool that you have that ahead of you and that you're going to own your space, man. I can definitely see that from you just from your morning rituals, man. You're going to yeah. you're going to crush it in your industry. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, it's, I feel like it's already done. I'm just waiting for time to catch up to, you know, <laughs> to to see it out to see it in fruition out here in the in the real world, right? For sure, man. And I think that once you start build, building your team too, man, uh, I think the sky's the limit for you because once you start to leverage yourself, yeah, um, you, you're gonna see exponential growth. Because that's what I've done with myself is, you know, I I started just myself as a solo tax practitioner, didn't have any employees. Um, that story I told you about earlier when I had to have my baby, mm-hmm. um, I had one employee at the time. And, um, now I have 14 employees, but, but you know, the, it, it's interesting because most people see employees as ex- like an expense, like, oh damn, they're costing me money. And what I realized is like, dude, they're actually making me money. Yeah. They are costing me a monthly or a biweekly payroll check, but it's like, they freed up my time. Yeah. They freed up my time. And then I started making more money. Like I, I started, I was wasting time on things that were not income producing activities and it's like, dude, I could have like tripled my income. Like people, like for example, they they don't want to hire an accountant for monthly accounting. Like, no, I can do it myself. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. You want to yeah. save money, but I'm like, dude, you could have tripled your money if you would have just let me done it or my accounting firm do it. Yeah. You would have made way more money, but you're scared because you want to save money. And it's like, dude, if you would have just let that money go it would have been, you would have put it to work and now you could have tripled your income because you don't have to do the, that administrative stuff. Yeah. You can just focus on what you're good at. And for you, it sounds like it's that, you know, building relationships, you know, picking up the phone, making the sale. Like don't stay, you know, stay um, in that same mentality where it's like, you know, don't lose that distraction. Yeah. And if you can help build a team that can learn off of you, dude, right. just leverage that. Right. And I think if you do that, man, the sky's the limit for you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's, it's already been fun through struggling. So I, you know, when, when I imagine, you know, uh, the next three, four, five, ten years, I'm just like, man, it, it really does get me up in the morning. For know? sure, man. Definitely. So if somebody wants to hit up Eddie, I have your, um, your Instagram, um, handle it's Eduardo underscore Chavez underscore. Um, uh, what's the best way though, if someone wants to hit you up, do they hit you up on Instagram or do you have anywhere else to, they think can hit you up? They can call me, text me direct. Okay. Uh, number six, six, one, three, eight, zero, eight, six, zero, nine. That's my direct cell. Uh, if you want to call me, if I don't answer, leave me a voice message or you can text me, um, whether it's, you know, Eddie, I, I heard the, inter- the the interview and, and you know, I'm open to learning about that space or whether it's Eddie, like I, something happened to me tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen financially. There's there's always something that we can put together. You know what I mean? For sure, man. Uh, I think it's a lot of my listeners have gotten a lot of value. Like if, if anyone is interested in life insurance or if you're interested in being in this space and learning off Eddie and having him be a mentor, he's not going to babysit you. So make sure you got the mama mentality first, yeah. but then hit him up and then he's going to ha- he's going to help you get to six figures, even seven figures. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Eddie's been a pleasure. Likewise, man. Thank you.